As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Happy Sunday to you. My name is Russell Mills. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We are live and local in the big city on a very hot, sticky Sunday afternoon out there. If you are interested in the world of cyber currency, bitcoins, non-fungible tokens, all that kind of stuff, you have come to the right place. We are breaking new ground digging for digital gold and uncovering, well, some of the potential pitfalls out there as well. The whole idea is to do it safely and to know what you're doing. And the way you do that is you get somebody who's an expert in that field and you ask them, what's up? So, Matt J. Moore, what's up? Oh, I tell you what, a lot is going on in the world, especially in blockchain and cryptocurrency. So I'd like to give a warm welcome to all you T-Towners who are tuning in, listening to this awesome and new show that has to deal with some revolutionary Revolutionary technology that might just change your life. In fact, uh, stay tuned because we've got two great conversations uh, that we're going to be having for you. And to help navigate those conversations, um, I've got my wonderful, handy dandy co host. Eric Cooper. Eric, why don't you say hello, brother? I like to be described as handy dandy. I think I like You're that. You're very a lot. handy. Handy dandy. Well, guys, uh, to all the listeners out there, we are excited because uh, when you wake up and we're, it's a green day right now, right? So we've yes, had a sir. couple days in a row. And uh, so we're excited about it. And if you don't have a clue or you are not ready to hop in yet and you still have questions, listen in today. We're going to go dive into a couple deep topics. And uh, you can always check us out on past episodes too. or Matt J. Moore. Matthew J. Moore. Matt J. Moore.com. It actually has a link to our Spotify. So we, we are now up on Spotify uh, and other podcast platforms. So uh, And KRMG's website. We have it all archived there. So there's multiple ways that people can listen. Because uh, we have uh, some unique individuals that come into studio and that join us uh, from all over the United States when it comes to all this new and exciting stuff that's happening. In fact, uh, this first segment, we're going to jump right to it. Uh, we have got a wonderful guest with us today. 
today. Uh, his name is Michael Matthews. He's the VP of Innovation and Technology for ORU, also known as Oral Roberts University. And Eric, what I love about what's happening in Tulsa, whether it's the Bitcoin miners that are using this excess energy at these natural gas sites, or whether it's Vast Bank and their cryptocurrency products that they're you know, offering or getting ready to offer, uh, we even have a university in our backyard that is changing the game when it comes to blockchain you're, technology. You're 100% right. I mean, again, I've said it before, but Tulsa is absolutely crushing it when it comes to this industry. Uh, cryptocurrency mining companies, Bass Bank, like you said. Once again, Stephen Taylor was writing some of the blockchain code for Bitcoin. I mean, he just did some some crazy stuff. So, I mean, we are looking at uh, one of the only radio shows in the nation Um about cryptocurrency. Yeah, they know that's correct. That's us. And then now Oral Roberts University. And I love that this is all, once again, it's happening in our backyard. Right. I know. And, and we're here to learn. So put your uh, your hats on and uh, open up your ears because uh, we got some great information for you today. Uh, I know it kind of gets me giddy, kind of like a, I'm crushing on my high school uh, <laughs> sweetheart. But uh, but yeah, I know later in the program, we're also going to bring on the CEO of a company called Bitwage. Their website is bitwage.com. Maybe you thought... Maybe you had this thought. Maybe you thought about getting some of your wages in Bitcoin. Or maybe you own a company and you've been kicking around the idea of doing payroll or invoicing with cryptocurrencies. So uh, that's going to be a great conversation. Uh, but Eric, I mean, what what are your thoughts, man? This uh, Do you want to get paid in Bitcoin? So would you rather get paid in Bitcoin and have it happen faster? So instead of seeing your potential check coming in a couple of days before and then waiting for that process, I mean, it's almost instantaneous, right? And so, yeah, I'm, on, I'm down. Let's get paid in Bitcoin. Talk about an increase in purchasing power too. So, I yes. mean, but, uh, but uh, before we petition Cox Media to pay you in Bitcoin, uh, let's chat with uh, Michael Matthews, uh, the VP of Innovation and Technology from ORU. Uh, Michael, welcome to the show, and please introduce yourself, and uh, why don't you share with the audience a little bit about what you do for ORU. All right. Thanks, Matt. What a pleasure to be on your show. You know, at Oral Roberts University, I do carry the title of Vice President of Innovation and Technology, but really what I do is I serve at the pleasure of our president, Dr. William Wilson, who has a phenomenal vision to reach 195 nations around the world. So we get to use technology and innovation to do exactly that. So I serve the students, I serve the president, and have never had a funner time playing with artificial intelligence or blockchain or virtual reality because the world has shifted before our very eyes, but not everyone sees it. That is so true. I mean, when we when we first met, uh, I reached out to you to, to help join me at the state capitol to help educate lawmakers in Oklahoma about blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies. And uh, obviously, you took a little bit more approach to the overall use case of blockchain, and I kind of focused more on the the monetary side of things with cryptocurrency, which which was wonderful because you really you need both. And 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 this te- this technology is literally going to impact so much in our world. But for for those who are unfamiliar who are listening maybe to the for the first time to this program. Can you give a brief or layman's description uh, of what blockchain technology is and how it works? Yeah, so the easiest way for me to describe blockchain is to think of the Internet. <clears throat> we do so much on the Internet, and the blockchain is a step up or a meta layer above what the Internet is today. In fact, the best way I can see it is when you go to the airport 20 years ago, you went to suspect it to see a Best Buy vending machine. But there it is, sitting in the airport providing a way for people to transact their credit card, get a part, and they replenish it from Minneapolis-St. Paul. They're using that form of technology. 
And so the same thing, we can buy almost anything through a digital vending machine, but blockchain allows me to ensure that it's secure, trusted, and safe. So it's much like the U.S. Library of Congress. I cannot check out a book and not put it back in the same place because it has the Dewey Decimal System, but behind it, it has something called the MARC code, M-A-R-C code, and it's 700 lines of code that keeps track of every book in the world so nothing gets out of place. That was developed 40 years ago, so I'm shocked blockchain wasn't around 20 years ago already. And blockchain becomes the equivalent of the U.S. Library of Congress ensuring that every contract that Mike signs, every diploma that I receive, can't be replicated, and it can't be checked back into the same place that I took it out from. Hmm. And if you're just joining us, we have Michael Matthews, the VP of Innovation and Technology from ORU. And we were talking a little bit um, earlier that there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes, and people are just going to wake up and go, oh, my gosh. When did this all take place? So, Michael, what is or are you doing right now to lead the way with the blockchain technology? You know, first and foremost, we train our students to be leaders for the whole world. And so we are leaders in the area of blockchain for United States Department of Education, for the American Council of Higher Education as well. So first and foremost, before we're stumbling over the technology, we are thought leaders and why somebody would even want to use that. And so Or Roberts University, if you look it up, is the reference university for the United States Department of Education, and we've been there three times testifying just like we were at the state capitol, to make sure people understand the simplicity of blockchain and they don't get lost in all the vernacular or synonyms that people are using, such as cryptocurrency or a type of cryptocurrency. So blockchain, again, simple. We are thought leaders, and we are one of the first private universities to issue digital credentials powered by blockchain. In fact, we did that three years ago when I was in India. And we're doing it now for our degree programs as well. And most recently, David Grove, so proud of him. He's leading the way. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, he's David. He's, he is leading the way. For smart contracts. Yes. With blockchain. Yeah. No, in fact, uh, you know, when it comes to decentralization, blockchain is wonderful because it is like a decentralized ledger uh, that does all this record keeping. Uh, but let me let me ask you this, Michael. Uh, what can we expect from ORU in the future when it comes to blockchain technology? I know you guys recently uh, were issuing diplomas on on blockchain. And, and were you one of the first universities to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, MIT was a leader who started a consortium, but they didn't go far or Roberts University led the way. Hmm. That's take that MIT. Yeah, take that baby. <laughs> T Town. Uh, so, so why why is it that uh, that ORU has decided to to go this route? You know, that the fact is, we want to reach 195 nations, and in order to get people educated today, it's not just about the four year degree. How could we actually measure a credential or a skill that somebody has? Well, you would do it with a general ledger if you're in finance. Blockchain becomes the general ledger for academic credentials. And so, for instance, if I meet a taxi cab driver in Lagos, Nigeria, I say, do you have a four-year degree? No. Can you afford one? No. I said, what if I leave behind some virtual reality on your smartphone, and every time you complete an experience on that smartphone, such as electricity or plumbing, that we issue you a credential for taking one step towards your degree? That's it terrific. might take 300 little steps, but we care about students that much. And so we see blockchain becoming the general ledger of somebody's assets because it's unfair to people around the world. In fact, the number is 94% of people around the world do not have a post-high school diploma, certificate, or degree. So we see blockchain as one of the most liberating technologies known to mankind right after the Internet. And so as the big tech companies are putting satellite broadcast systems in the sky today to make the Internet available everywhere, we want to be prepared for that. 
Hmm. So, so let me ask you this, Michael. I mean, people are going to have a lot of questions. Where can they go to find out uh, more about you and what you guys are doing at ORU? Sure. If you Google the name Michael Matthews, only put one T in Matthews, you'll see hundreds of articles published on artificial intelligence, blockchain, liberation, flipping a university right side up, uh, hundreds of articles to liberate people from the tradition of education. Now, I believe in a four-year degree. I've got numerous ones. But what I believe in more is that I need to learn to work with my hands, and I need to validate what I can do with my hands, with my mouth, with my ears. And that's where we see blockchain begins to let people immediately know who they are and their employer know who they are. So, for instance, this this spring, I hired an ORU grad, and upon graduation, he pulled down his blockchain credential and sent it directly to me, and I verified that it was real. That is awesome. That is awesome, and it's all about, you know, establishing your credentials, right, and establishing trust, which is one of the things that makes blockchain technology so important for things like, you know, cryptocurrencies, right? Yep. Hey, uh, we are just getting started here. We got a lot to, of ground to cover, so stick with us. You're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Thank you for choosing to share a part of your afternoon with us. We do appreciate it. We are talking about Bitcoin and blockchain technologies and all the stuff that's going to change the world. Just watch. Don't believe me? Listen to this guy. He is an author and a Bitcoin expert, an expert on all this kind of stuff. Matthew J. Moore. Welcome back, Matt. Hey, welcome back, T-Town. This is uh, Matthew J. Moore, your host uh, with the most. And this is a show where you can tune in and learn about all the new developments that are going on, not only just in our backyard, but also globally with cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Uh, but today... We have been having some wonderful conversations. We just had uh, the Vice President of Innovation and Technology from ORU uh, talking about what they're doing in our backyard. Uh, and so we are going to have another wonderful conversation. In fact, I've got my handy dandy. You're very handy, Eric. My co-host, Eric Cooper. Eric, won't you say hello? You know, it's funny. You add, if it was handsy, that means something nope. completely different. Mm -mm. So, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I it's... It's really terrific. You know, last week we do our show, it, we're at 31,000 uh, Bitcoin was. Now we're approaching 35. So if you start seeing these multi-days of green uh, rising and you have something that you want to uh, ask questions about, feel free check us out. Uh, you can go back, check out past episodes, uh, KRMG.com, the on-demand section. We're now on Spotify. There's also our YouTube channel, Crypto More, and mm -hmm. he has all the shows listed on there. And so uh, we just invite you guys um, to, to check it out. Ask us because we are on the education side. We are not financial advisors, and uh, definitely not me. Uh, Russell, maybe a little bit more. Not but, um, <laughs> definitely not. Do but, not uh, ever take my advice on anything. But the educational factors. We're, we're, why? Why is this happening? And we're also talking about why Tulsa is kicking major butt in this because, yeah, uh, our previous guest was in the White House talking to folks, and right. it, I mean, it, it, the, we're bringing in people who are actually changing the landscape changing it, the world you know i noticed that uh jeff bezos is apparently uh now interested in blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies did you see that yeah i don't know if that space flight jarred something you know for him and he landed back on earth and went hey this is happening whether i get on board or not i think i'll get on board and so you know what that that kind of perked my ears up a little bit this last week but there's something every day in the news man right i mean it's there's stuff brewing for sure in fact there's a lot of uh, rumor on twitter right now uh, the crypto twitter about uh, amazon possibly positioning themselves for a bitcoin position whether they're going to be holding it on the 
you know, as a reserve asset or accepting it for payment, um, there's a, a lot of stuff that's taking place. So uh, be on the lookout, you know, go on to Twitter and, and, you know, just search Bitcoin and you can start finding some really great news, uh, the stuff that's just happening in real time. Uh, but if you've got questions about cryptocurrency, li listen, this is not an easy subject, okay? You have to understand the problem first before you can understand the solution. And the problem is how our monetary system today works, okay? So if you have questions, you can go and get my book, uh, Foundations for Liberty, the second half of that book, I talk about the monetary system, why it's broken, and and I eventually lead into, you know what, cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology may be the solution that we're all looking for. Uh, so, but it's a uh, it's a great resource, and if you need somebody to hold your hand through this whole process, I am more than happy to consult people. Uh, go to mattjmore.com, drop a question, send me some information. I'm here to help. I'm here to keep people safe uh, and guide them through. But uh, let's let's go ahead and and dive into this next conversation. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, it, it's, it's time. We've got another guest coming on with us, and um, he is going to talk about something that is uh, right around the corner also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're both focused on stacking as stacking much Bitcoin. Stacking sats. Yeah, stacking sacks. Stats. Sorry. Stats. Not, not, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, we are, we are, that's the, that's a uh, small way of saying that we're taking a small portion of Bitcoin and trying to collect as much of it as we can. Yes. Uh, but yes. Uh, so anyways, uh, however, you know, however we might, obtain that, whether we work for it or whether we buy it. Um, this this next guest that we've got, um, he, he is with a company called Bitwage, uh, and his name is Jonathan Chester, and he is the co-founder and CEO of a company called Bitwage, which I just said, bitwage.com, the most popular blockchain payroll, HR, and invoicing platform. In fact, Bitwage is a top seven blockchain company in the U.S. and top 21 in the world. And get this, he also writes for Forbes on all things Bitcoin and blockchain related for the entrepreneurship section. Jonathan, welcome to one of America's only radio shows dedicated to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. You there? Hey, can you hear me? I can. You are with us and you awesome. are live. Perfect. Yeah. Lo love being here. Happy to be here. Yeah. Can you can you share a little bit about uh, your company and, and how you got started doing what you're doing? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think that the origin story starts back in 2013. Um, at the time I was working at, at Oracle, um, and I was, I was, uh, doing sales for their open source, um, uh, support division, which was like, uh, running Linux and virtualization. Um, and while I was there, I basically found myself, you know, really feeling like a cog in, in the machine and I, I wanted to, to better myself. So, I uh, went to uh, TED Talks, um, and one of those TED Talks had a conversation about the future of money, where Bitcoin was one of those one of those things. And I instantly fell in love after that that talk. There were there was all these conversations around financial independence, more efficient cross border transactions, financial sovereignty, banking the unbanked, all these really interesting concepts. And so I, I spent about a month after uh, that going down the rabbit hole, learning everything I could. And I came out this obsessed Bitcoin guy. And so now here I am at Oracle telling everyone I know, you got to buy Bitcoin, you got to buy Bitcoin. And, you know, these people were, were, were looking at me like, what, what the hell is this thing? What's this, what's this currency that, that uh, this guy's talking to us about? And eventually I got connected through my coworkers with another crazy Bitcoin guy 
um, who was working uh, at the, the tech side at Oracle. And we got together, we saw this technology, and we both knew that this is going to be the future of our financial systems. And we looked at what existed. 2013, there wasn't really many things other than Bitcoin. I mean, Ethereum white, uh, the Ethereum white paper wasn't even out yet, wow. right? Let alone the currency itself existing. And so we were looking at Bitcoin and the infrastructural pieces that need to be there. We saw that there were exchanges. We saw that there were wallets. We saw that there were merchant processors. Um, and what we realized is that when you, when you look at the financial loop of, 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 of you know, uh, a monetary ecosystem, there's got to be a way where, you know, the people acquire the Bitcoin, they then spend that Bitcoin, the merchant then gets the Bitcoin from the, from the spending, and then they themselves have to spend it. And them spending it essentially was payroll, and no one was addressing this. No one was addressing any form of business hmm. Uh, disbursements to employees, well, to freelancers, and the such. And we want to be the well, first. Well, when, when we come back, uh, I want to dive more into this because this is fascinating. I think these products and services are relevant. Absolutely. And everybody wants to get paid, right? Hey, we got to, to jump out a quick, uh, just a little early. We've got a Storm Center alert coming up. So we'll do that. We'll be back with more cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore coming up on 1023 KRM. Boom. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Not only the coolest show on radio in Tulsa, but also the best theme music, by golly, I think. It's upbeat. It's happening. It's now. Just like our host, he's here to unravel some of the mysteries about cryptocurrencies and bitcoins and all that kind of stuff. Non-fungible tokens. When, when I have a question, that's the guy I call. Welcome back, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, thank you, Russell, and welcome back, T-Town. Welcome back, Tulsa. Uh, you know what? If you are new to the crypto space, or maybe you're just in love with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, or maybe you're an expert, this is the show for you no matter what your level is because we're here to educate, keep people safe, and inform people about all the great developments that are taking place. In fact, uh, this last segment, we we had a, a guest on who is still with us to, uh, right now. His name is Jonathan Chester, uh, and he is with a company called Bitwage. Bitwage.com. It is uh, the most popular blockchain blockchain payroll HR and invoicing platform. Bitwage is a top seven blockchain company in the U.S., uh, top 21 in the world. And he also writes for Forbes on all things Bitcoin and blockchain related for the entrepreneurship section. So, and I'll tell you what, I got my co-host with me, Eric Cooper. Didn't say handy dandy this time. That's but all right. <laughs> but I want to welcome you back, Eric. In fact, can you, uh, you know, tee us off here? Uh, I think you got a question yeah, here yeah, for no, Jonathan. Uh, so Jonathan, you know, Bitwage, we've, we've, you know, kind of give you a brief description from our standpoint. Can you describe to us, you know, the products and services that you guys offer and uh, who might actually benefit from your offerings? Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, so there we go. We oh, got gotcha. you. Yeah. So we uh, we have a business product and a individual product. So both businesses and individuals can sign up and use us. Um, the idea being mainly that people want who want to receive a portion of their salary in Bitcoin or some other crypto can sign up. Um, so if you're a company, you sign up. We have a 401k, so you can do a Bitcoin 401k. You can also just pay your employees in Bitcoin. The idea being that you don't need to know anything about cryptocurrency. Your employees can get paid to the wallets that they want, and you don't need to learn anything about it. And you don't need a new accounting or, or, or tax system 
to accommodate for interactions with, with, with crypto. Our system takes care of that all. So, On the worker side or the individual side, the idea is you can sign up. If your company doesn't even use us, you basically get a direct deposit account, um, which you can connect to your payroll provider and say, hey, I want 5, 10, 15, 20% of my after-tax paycheck to come into this account and then that gets converted into bitcoin on the spot and then sent to wherever you want so you guys are making things really really easy and convenient and you're you're solving some real problems here um but i wanted to ask you what what are some of the misconceptions or myths when it comes to getting paid in bitcoin i think that the 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 few misconceptions are one that people Think they have to get their entire wage in bitcoin and that's just not true you can get any percentage or amount you can get five ten dollars per pay period a few hundred dollars or you could do your whole paycheck although not many people do do that um then uh after that uh everyone always asks questions about taxes how does this impact my taxes and really it, it doesn't change anything when you get paid in bitcoin um you're still paying income tax on the dollar amount that you were paid up front then the after-tax amount gets put into you, into your wallet, and you don't have to do anything until you eventually sell in the future, which would be a capital, a capital gains tax like any other kind of crypto sell. All right, we're talking to Jonathan Chester. He's the CEO of Bitwage, and Jonathan, you've given us a little bit about what you guys do. Do you guys have any exciting plans going on? Uh, you know, or what would your sales pitch for someone to uh, make a switch and choose Bitwage? I mean, I, I, I think that. Uh, if you are someone who's interested in Bitcoin and just want to get your feet wet, um, this is actually a, a great way to do it. A lot of people are afraid to do their first big purchase. They think, oh, I need to buy a Bitcoin. But this is a way for you to do an easy way to acquire Bitcoin and do a dollar cost averaging uh, purchase, which really you know does small purchases over time, but gives you that big long-term exposure. Matthew talking to a guy who has built a company where uh, he allows you to get some of your wages in Bitcoin. I think that is awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a really really cool idea, and they're making things super convenient and easy. It's called Bitwage. Bitwage.com. Jonathan Chester, he's the uh, CEO. Um, we were just talking to him before that weather interruption there, but uh, Jonathan, are you are you with us still? Yeah, I'm still here. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's continue this conversation here. I had a question, and I don't think we, we were able to get to it just yet. Um, what are some of the biggest barriers to mass adoption of Bitcoin as a medium of exchange? And and, and how do we solve that problem? Because, you know, money goes through this evolution process where kind of it's first a collectible, then it becomes a store of value, then you got medium of exchange, and then it becomes this measure of wealth. In your opinion, um, you know, what, where are we in that in that process? So I think that we're already beginning that process. Um, it's already begun. Maybe not so much here in the United States, but one of the things that our business does is we help companies pay their international freelancers. And so in this regard, um, we're using Bitcoin and stable coins as a medium of exchange to pay people in Argentina and Brazil and the Philippines. So it's already happening today. There's a huge value on this cross-border side of things. Um, and in a lot of these countries, they actually even hold Bitcoin at the end of the day, because um, unlike what's happening in the US, they have crazy levels of inflation. We're talking about, you know, double digit percentages year over year. Um, and so to them, Bitcoin seems stable. Um, so that's already happening to some degree. Now, I think what you might be talking about, though, is how do we sort of sustainably do this at 
a much higher scale in a, a, a way that addresses even markets at home. Um, so again, I think that the first steps of this are happening. Um, you know, I like to I like to make um, a, a metaphor here, where the reality is that cash in, in, in our banking system is the base layer, and you have a second layer on top of that, which is credit cards. Um, that that same second layer exists right now with cryptocurrency. So you can use credit cards connected to your Bitcoin, your cryptocurrency, whatever. So in fact, every single way that you are able to spend your dollars today is the same way that you're able to do it with cryptocurrency. Um, of course, you know, you might be trying to, 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 to get me to talk about some of these other uh, kinds of second layers that are decentralized second layers, so, um, which are the Lightning Network or, um, or the Liquid Network. And the idea basically being that you can dramatically reduce costs even on the secondary layer um, by essentially pushing to these really highly scalable technologies, um, but doing it in a decentralized way. Hmm. Um, and it's my belief that we're gonna have a mix of these. We're gonna have you know, the everyday people using crypto Venmo, which already exists, crypto credit cards with Visa and MasterCard, which already exist. Right. Um, but then you're also going to have these secondary layer solutions um, that will will likely be used in international contexts or in contexts where people are, are creating innovative um, technologies uh, that need uh, access to financial systems that the banks and the credit cards have just not approved them to do, right? Um, and that's really one of the, the, the most beautiful things about cryptocurrencies, permissionless innovation, right? right. Um, in order to interact with finance today, you got to get a bank or a credit card company to, to be on board with what you're doing with a decentralized network. You can just go as fast as you can, um, which I think ultimately ends up with more innovation, more competition, and just better, better products for everyday people. Well, we, we got to go to break here real quick, but when we come back, we got more with Jonathan Chester. Thanks for tuning in to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore this afternoon. We are not done yet, so stick around. Got some more interesting information for you, and we'll give you a reminder of how you can catch up on our past shows and hey, maybe even read a book by Matthew J. Moore. Yeah, he's an author too. We'll be back right after this on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG. My name is Russell Mills. Man, this hour flies by, and uh, we had a little interruption from Mother Nature. Do take care out there. We are still under a heat alert, ironically enough, until 8 p.m. Let me turn it over to our host. Let him get back to business. Matthew J. Moore, welcome back, sir. Hey, thank you, Russell, and uh, welcome back, Tulsa. Uh, if you're new to crypto or if you've been in it for some time, this is a wonderful place to be because we bring in some interesting guests and have some wonderful conversations that just might enlighten you, change your mind, inspire you. Uh, and right now, we have a guest with us. His name is Jonathan Chester. He's the CEO of a company called Bitwage. Uh, that's bitwage.com. It's the most popular blockchain payroll, HR, and invoicing platform. Uh, and I'll tell you what, this guy also writes for Forbes on all things Bitcoin and blockchain. So uh, pay attention because he's got some great stuff to say. Uh, and in fact, uh, Jonathan, are you there with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. 
Awesome. Well, um, but, you know, we were talking a little bit about your products and services and, you know, I think it's really cool what you guys are doing and how you're making it easy and convenient for, for companies and individuals to, uh, get involved with Bitcoin. Um, but what does that process look like? You know, if a company wants to invoice in Bitcoin or pay its employees in Bitcoin, what is the first step with Bitwage? Sure. I mean, you go to bitwage.com, um, and you sign up, you can also, reach out to support if you have any questions. Um, but once you, once you sign up, it's, it's all about um, connecting with your, with your payroll provider. Um, if you're doing payroll, if you're doing invoicing, you just sign up, you invite the workers, they can press an invoice button directly on the platform. And then you, you can fund it with, with dollars, with credit card, with uh, cryptocurrency, and then they get paid however they want to get paid. It could be a mix of dollars in crypto or, you know, they can be in another country. Um, if you're doing payroll, it's just a little bit more complicated because you got to connect it to the payroll system. But we we walk you through that process to to help um, essentially get all the deductions correct so that all you have to do each pay period is is send us a transaction and we pay out based on, you know, whatever your employees want. And we help manage those percentages so you don't have to do it yourself. Hmm. On the employee side, you, it's it's uh, it's even easier. You sign up. Uh, once you're approved, you get a direct deposit account, and then you just tell your HR or your payroll company, "Hey, I want 10, 20, 30 percent to go into this account," and then we pay you each pay period. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm in here in studio with my co-host Eric Cooper, and uh, we were talking earlier. Um, but it, you know, it says on your website here, and I think Eric had a question about this. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you joining us again, Jonathan, and so. Payroll is one thing, but I look at your website and it says that you guys can help out uh, with uh, Bitcoin as investment in 401ks. How does how does this work? Yeah, so so with the 401k, um, we do have to work with your company um, in order to do that. That that's not an individual product, but when the company signs up, uh, we set them up with a third party administrator who is able to you know. Uh, complete the, the Department of Labor compliance requirements for the Bitcoin 401k. Um, and then after that, it's just the same as any other 401k offering, you know, your employees enroll and then each pay period, a contribution is taken out, um, or deduction is taken out and then contributed into the 401k. Um, and while, you know, maybe they'll have 50% go into like a Vanguard mutual fund, the other 50% will, will be uh, invested directly into Bitcoin and then held with a custodian. And so um, we talk about a little bit with like dollar cost averaging. Uh, can you give a, another layman's term uh, explanation, dollar cost averaging? Sure, dollar cost averaging is uh, a way of, instead of doing a big purchase uh, all at once, you do small purchases over time. And the value of that is that um, the big purchase uh, Care, you have to care a lot more about short-term volatility versus the small purchases. It's all about the long-term benefit because let's say today the price is, is X and then tomorrow it's down, I don't know, 5%. Uh, if you bought, uh, or, or you know, two weeks from now, it's down 10%. If you did the bulk buy, you're down 10% then. If you're doing the paycheck buy, you bought now and you bought at 10% down. And either way, your, your, the vision is in five, 10 years, Bitcoin is going to be uh, used globally 
as a store of value as a medium of exchange, and the price will be much similar, much similar to the to the value of gold or more. So the idea is with short uh, with the dollar cost averaging, you don't have that stress of thinking, oh my God, I did that big purchase buy, all of a sudden, you know, the market's crashing, and you know it feels. You know, even though I know I have to wait for, for five to 10 years for this to grow, I, I, I'm worried about what's happening right now. And dollar cost averaging makes it so that you're not investing as much. Um, it may, you're, you're able to turn it off if you feel like you need to turn it off without investing as much. Um, but it also gives you that long-term exposure that you might want if you really believe that this is, this is you know, going to become the new gold or the new standard of money. I most certainly do. In fact, uh, this we you know as we come to a close on the show here shortly, I, I have a fun question that I want to ask you. I mean, I I kind of ask most of our our guests this question, but you you're in you're in this part of the business when it comes to companies and institutions adopting Bitcoin. Uh, what is your best guess? Who who is the next big player to make the news cycle uh, to get into Bitcoin? Do you do you have any guesses? Um. Let's see. I I would say that it would probably be one of the the the, the big four tech companies um, that's going to make the headlines, right? Because you have Facebook and Amazon, both you know looking to or already investing heavily in crypto and blockchain. Um, so it seems like it seems like one of these two companies. Are are the most likely to be to to make the big headlines? Yeah, my my bet is on Apple or Amazon. I think that's yeah. going to be be fireworks for sure. But uh, you know, uh, Jonathan, I I wanted to ask you if somebody's interested in I don't know, following you on Twitter or contacting you about your services. Uh, where can somebody find you? Yeah, so Twitter is just at Bitwage uh, or at John Chess J O N C H E S T. Um, I also host a clubhouse room once a week on uh on thursdays from 4 to 6 p.m uh from 6 to 8 p.m central time your guys's time um and uh it's bitcoin for business there at jonathan chester on clubhouse that's awesome that's awesome well this uh this is going to be we're coming to a close here on our show but if you are interested in cryptocurrencies uh if you want to learn more you can also go to mattjmore.com got lots of stuff for you and uh, don't forget if you if you missed part of the show would like to catch up or you'd like to hear some of our previous episodes because every one of them is actually pretty good well we make it easy for you go to krmg.com or the krmg app go to the on demand section and look for cryptocurrency with matthew j moore and shiboinga and hey it's absolutely free we'll see you right here next sunday at 5 p.m for cryptocurrency with matthew j moore on 1023 krmg tulsa's news and talk made plans for summer child care yet if not don't worry care.com can help at Care.com, you can find trusted, reliable, and affordable sitters near you with flexibility that fits your summer plans. And because the best decisions are made with Care, 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step for families to make strong hiring decisions. This summer, get help with activities, tutoring, pickups, drop-offs, and more. Sign up now at Care.com.